Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cap space that you guys have in the third overall pick. How involved do you anticipate for showing the some of these big decisions for you guys? Yeah, I mean, they... they, they prefer to stay out of football but um, they're they've been very supportive of Gerard and, and myself and, and Matt and you know it, anything we need we've got in, in a lot of ways so um, I think they have opinions which they'll share but ultimately it's it's down to Gerard and I for Elliot Wolf from earlier today at the combine first time we've really heard from him Mega outside of a few like prepackaged videos, as you pointed out the other day. Earlier in the interview, he said, final decision is me. I get final say is basically what he said in as many words. Then in that answer, he's asked about the crafts and how involved they are. Well, they like to stay out of football, but they will share their opinions. And the decisions pretty much come down to Gerard and I. And so I feel like the answers were a little all over the map. And I'm sorry, I just don't buy that the Crafts aren't involved with the number three pick. I mean, Mego, you latched onto this letter they sent to season ticket holders. Drew Bledsoe, and we have him in this high in our ownership tenure and blah, blah, blah. And Bledsoe, you know, predated their ownership tenure, the draft pick. So I just don't think they're, they're selling that and spinning that if they're not involved in it and getting final say over it. They're going to send that out to season ticket holders? And then Elliot Wolf's going to say, let's trade back and take a tackle. It's and they're going to be okay with that. It's certainly having it both ways. Sending out a letter to season ticket holders saying, hey, remember last time we were drafting anywhere near this high? It was Drew Bledsoe. That was even before we owned the team. But also, hey, Wolfie, get up there and say you're the one who owns the pick. You're <laughs> the one who owns the pick at the end of the day. You stick your neck out there publicly and we'll pretend like we have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Because I do think that the ownership wants a quarterback. Like, uh, I'm sure at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think that they could get talked out of it the same way that if you're watching Dynasty and you buy everything that's in that, Bill Belichick essentially talked Robert Kraft out of going back to Drew Bledsoe and sticking with Tom Brady during that season. Sure. 
if so you're watching I, I Dynasty. I believe that they, can, that they can be swayed, but I also believe that they probably say, hey, you know, we are getting the folks hope, yeah. like, really excited about this draft. So let's make this draft exciting and worthwhile. Sure. And if you're watching Dynasty, you also know that they overrule Bill Parcells on picks. So I don't know. That's always been there. Do you think they- they'll go that far? Uh, to the point where they're saying we're drafting this player, maybe yeah. at three, maybe uh, not at thirty-four, not at sixty-five or whatever their third-round pick like is. This 68. player in particular, or this position? Like, will Both. they? Yeah, I feel like going with a particular player is such a swing from the way that they have seemingly been doing things for several decades. And I understand, like they're okay. like, "Ooh, we get our franchise well, let's back." Just, let's just play it out. Yeah, we assume Caleb Williams is going one, right? Yes. Okay. So we're pretty much down to Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Mm-hmm. You don't think they have a preference? I don't know that they do. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that they do, but... You, do you think that they have a preference of and course, which one would it be? Of course they're human beings. Of course they have a preference. I, I ask you, who do you prefer, Drake May or Jaden Daniels? Do you say, I don't know, I don't care, or do you say, I prefer Drake May? <laughs> despite his southern accent, which I know I could just feel Mego turning on him. Uh, despite... Bob Rappner, Boston. <laughs> Boomhauer from despite King of the Hill. That, Despite that, I mean, yes, of course they have a preference. They're human beings, and they watch these. I'm sure they're looking at these are, players. Are they if nothing be else, to, just like highlights on TV, they're looking like, at are them. Are they going to be able to understand them in the huddle? They're going <laughs> right. to be looking at each other like, hey, Mike, do you know what he just said? I have no idea what their preference is going to be. Yeah, he said on three. Or why they're going to do it, but I bet they have a preference, yeah. And I could see them strong-arming their rookie kid GM, who is not even, he doesn't have the title of GM. He's director of scouting, as he informed everybody earlier. So now the text line is quibbling with this. He said the pick will be said by him, but the staff will choose it. I just said that. He said he's at the end. He said, yeah, it's ultimately down to me and Gerard. And it's like, well, earlier you said it was you. He said it was him. Correct. At the end of the day, it will be myself. That was at the beginning of the press conference. Then at the end, when he's asked about the crafts, he said, ultimately, it's going to come down to me and Gerard. Certainly, the crafts will give their opinion. But, yeah, I feel like he was all over the map. Well, it's yes. a matter of of what are we talking about? Because the, the question was specifically about the amount of cap space. And that's where Elliot Wolf is saying, well, you know, uh, the, the crafts, they have their opinions and everything. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to what Gerard and I feel is best for the team versus okay, but- what are you doing for the draft? And he's saying, well, it's a collaborative issue, but ultimately, some." Someone has to make it. that pick, and I, that is myself. He's going to wear, wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Wolf is going to be so wearing the I don't know why the, the text line is all Mego, upset about this it. This shouldn't be a hard concept. Who wore it? Who wore the the failures of the Red Sox last year at the trade deadline? Hyam Bloom wore it, but whose fault was it really? John Henry. It's the same thing. Now at least Bloom had the title, and you know Wolf doesn't have the title yet, but it's the exact same thing. Like they don't want to be viewed as making the decision because they don't want it to stick to them. And I think it's the exact same thing. We keep comparing the Red Sox to the Patriots and vice versa. I think it's very apt. Real quick before we play you more, Elliot Wolf, because you know I like to hear my uh, my Robin Glazer answers. Uh, more oh Robin Glazer answers today, goodness. by the way. No, I know. It's just pointless to even ask about Robin Glazer. She has no role. Um, you see this from Mike Reese. is in the last half hour or so. I hadn't seen it. Mike I- Reese, big piece. What's up, baby? <laughs> he says a little bit of inside football deal. Clutch Sports announces it will now represent Anthony Jennings. Okay. Who? Okay. Similar. To, so I mostly agree. I don't care about Anthony Anthony Jennings. But why are all these Patriots players changing agents? This is what I want to know. Anthony Jennings is changing representation. Mike and when you fired his agent, Kyle Duggar changed representation. When he do that? I don't know. This is what Mike Reese said. He said, similar to other situations, e.g., Mike and Wenyu, Kyle Duggar, this resets things from a negotiating standpoint between the team 
and Jennings' reps. Why are all these players switching representation? And I'd have to double-check on when Duggar did it. Is this recent? Did he do it in season? I'm now starting to think that maybe this happened a few months back because I do vaguely remember talking about it now. But on when you and Jennings are doing it in the final days before free agency, like what's what's going on there? I got to say, honestly, I have no idea. Do you think it has anything to do with the cap space that now they're going to be tougher negotiators because they know that there's more money out there? Maybe. Or maybe it's a sign these players are coming back and they're willing to play Or maybe it has something to do with the fact that Mike Onwenu has a a set of working ears and heard his coach go, we're going to burn some cash. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. That would have been weeks ago. I think, if anything, it has more to do with that cap space went up like 30%. No, no, no. The guy, they're not negotiating with Bill Belichick anymore. They're like, oh, we might actually be able to get our value. Well, maybe I should go get an agent that's going to find the value for me if they're ready to actually pony up and start paying guys that are going to help this team win football games, which historically the the Patriot way has been to never pay anybody that could help you win football games. I think that is exactly what it has to do with. Go get me a big boy agent because I want a big boy contract. I don't know. Kyle Duggar, Duggar, by the way, did change about a month ago. Uh, So this is from January 30th. So about a month ago, Kyle Duggar changed representation. On when you just did it, Anthony Jennings, and again, I, I don't care about him specifically, but just the trend of Patriots players doing that, what's that about? And I don't fully know the answer. Uh, maybe it's, hey, we were being told one thing, and I didn't like what I'm hearing, and I want to fire my agent before I get to free agency because there's about to be a big, giant bag of money out there, and I want to go get it. Or maybe the agents are driving these players to free agency, telling them to go to free agency, and these players are saying, nah, I actually want to stay in New England. Why would they want to? I don't know. I'm saying I find that hard to believe, but it, I, I could see it being one of those two things. I, I think it would be the first thing. Hey, I don't like the number I'm hearing. I'm firing my agent. I'm going to go get more money. That's my guess. 617-779-7937. You can still vote. At Jones and Mego, in our big question of the day, sounds like the Patriots are leaning quarterback at number three. Do you love it? Like Mego and myself. Do you want to know which quarterback it is? It depends on the quarterback before you lock in at number three. Do you have a preference? Is it Jaden Daniels over Drake May? I think Meg starting to lean that way. She doesn't no, like Drake I'm May's not. accent. I'm not. I just think it's funny. Caleb Williams. It's just oh, a funny accent. Boston. I thought this was the show where we laugh at people's funny, funny regional how they talk. No, I no, we do. I just I Mego, it's just yours. Mego's just lashing just me. out. Now. Oh, okay. I guess it's just me. Mego's just lashing me out. Who's allowed to get made I don't, who it play that again? Fuck right here in Boston. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> I really got it right away. Fuck right here in Boston. <laughs> I still don't know what he said. I can't even tell the difference. Uh, or do you he hate it? He said. Or do you hate it uh, like Razor? Uh, you can vote there. Uh, meanwhile, let me hear from Elliot Wolf uh, on Robin Glazer. He was asked about her role. Here's what he said. Yeah, Robin's been a good resource for everyone. Um, she continues in her role as, uh, as chief legal counsel, and uh, she's been helpful uh, with some of the day-to-day behind-the-scenes things that need to get taken care of. Hmm. So what does Damn. that mean? What is that? Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't, don't buy that either. That. Oh, she continues in her role. Oh yeah, and this other shrouded in secret behind the scenes stuff, like sitting in on offensive coordinator interviews. Like I, I don't buy that she's just lead counsel liaison to the league. I don't buy that. I don't think it's just liaison to the league. I think she is operating in some kind of liaison between uh, Gerard Mayo and other people in the organization and people who are potentially coming into the organization, like in terms of sitting into interviews. At the same time, I don't think that Robin Glazer, I can't say this enough, I don't think that she's going to have a say in the pick. I don't think she's going to have a say in free agency. I know you say that. I don't think she's going to have a say in anything to do with the team itself. I know you say that, but that's not what was written by Wickersham. 
She's been promoted since. He wrote about a rumor, which she he appears, identified as a rumor. She appears, and you're a dog with a bone with this thing. She appears. Okay, but Mego. It's like not a like Robin Glazer with a hammer. That's, that's so, what you are. That's so wrong, though, because Wickersham wrote her name, and I'm like, who the hell is this lady? And I'm like, that's weird. And then weird. you became obsessed. I'm not obsessed. You she, are obsessed with her. Mego, she pops up everywhere now. Because Everywhere. you keep bringing her up. I put her in I put her in yes, Dynasty. Yes, you did. I, I heard pu- that you, I saw you take Jeff Benedict aside and you said. I put her in Dynasty. Put her in that. I had her at Gerard Mayo's press conference saying, oh, by the way, I got a raise. I did that. I did that. You demanded I'm, that she was uh, searching for offensive coordinators I'm in, Bur- in the meetings. I'm Burt Breer reporting on her sitting in on offensive coordinator. I did that? Yes. I did that. Yeah, it was all you. She continu- She continues to pop up. And all, I'm just going to keep pointing it out. Every time she pops up, because it's relevant, every time she pops up, I'm going to keep pointing it out. Because I'm led to believe that it, she has no role and no power. And that doesn't seem to be the way it's going. Uh, real quick, Elliot Wolf didn't say much there. At least he answered it. Well, it, it, it. Just to juxtapose how he is more forthcoming than Mayo. Like, Mayo plays the game and will say a lot of words. I don't think there's as much substance there with Mayo. I think he's been evasive and hasn't given you any clear. Yeah, you know, honestly, like at, at this point in time, I just kind of want to focus on right. the coaches. Like he answered the question, I guess, but he gave you nothing on Robin Glazer specifically. Elliot Wolf, again, I don't totally buy what he's saying, but at least he locked in and said she's still lead counsel. Oh, yeah, and she's doing this other behind-the-scenes stuff. Now, what the hell are those behind-the-scenes things? These are the questions I would follow up on if I were asking, like, oh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, what? That'd be a good question. Does it help your mindset at all if he really does believe that word? It's like, yeah, you know what? In my mind, if I'm Elliot Wolf, she is just negotiating contracts and all that stuff. I'm the no, one making football decisions. Right. Yeah, and she's just smashing the tapes. <laughs> That's all. Nothing major. She's just smashing the tapes from Spygate. Deflating the footballs from Deflate. I can't wait for the Deflategate episode where she's deflating the footballs. I can't wait for right. that. Hammer time with Robin Glazer on Pineapple Street Studios, a podcast coming to you. 617-779-7937. Is she in any more of these episodes? Was that it? I don't recall her in others. Okay. I'm that cur- I've seen. I'm curious. Ryan. <laughs> something tells me she's going to be by the final I, episode. I don't think we've heard the last of Robin. Something Blazer. tells me she's the one who was at Robert Kraft's house when Brady come over to meet with him at the last second. And, and she's the one who slams the door while he walks out. Something tells me that's how the series is going to end. Oh, okay. I was like the last thing I saw before I left was Robin Glazer menacing me with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, chasing me out of the house. Uh, 617-779-7937. More your feedback there. What do we have coming up in Meg's planning, Mego? Okay, what we have coming up is a prompt that I came across that I want to talk to you guys about. What are we in the golden age of right now? The best of times for something specifically. I have a couple nominations. I found a couple nominations on the web. And I'd also say we need to flip this to the other side. What are we in the dark ages of? Okay. What are we in the worst of times with? Okay. The best of times and the worst of times. So we'll uh, we'll give you the best of times. We'll put our thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Give you the worst of times as well. Uh, that's in Meg's planning at 530. We got more thoughts from Elliot Wolf today. That's right after Trending with Ryan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Take Jones and Mego wherever you go. Just tell your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play EEI, play Jones. <laughs> this is Jones and Mego. Yeah, I hate Jones, Alexa, on WEEI. Yeah, I would say our pitch to free agents is, you know, this is a new program and we're we're heading in the right direction. It's a new era. We have leadership with Gerard Mayo that is going to be tremendous. Like he's he's just an unbelievable leader and developer of people and I think that, you know, as we move forward with the new offense and defense, like it's going to be it's going to be pretty special and exciting here. It's Elliot Wolf Interesting to hear from him today. And I think some real insight, some real substance on what the Patriots could be doing here this offseason. Uh, you can jump in on Jones and Mego, 617-779-7937. We'll get to Meg explaining with Megan Onolini coming up. So, Jones. Yes. I want to pitch you on this. I was going to say, that's not the most okay. compelling free agency pitch. It you really isn't. You have a lot of money. Uh-huh. And well, I like, I like can, this so far. You can yeah. buy a lot of different houses. Okay. This house is a new house. Yep. It's such a new house that an architect, this is his first house that he's ever built. Uh-huh. And we haven't finished the kitchen yet. So if you want, you can come in and pick out some stuff for the kitchen. Maybe. Tile, backsplash. Well, let's not get crazy. Like, maybe you can pick out the backsplash, but somebody else is going to pick out the tile because the architect does have his own opinions. Okay. Also, the house, we may have built it on top of a graveyard uh-huh. of the Belichick family. Yep. So it may be haunted by that, but we're not sure yet. We think we moved... More than the headstones. We're not sure. Anyways, it's a new house, um, and you can do some fun stuff with it. Do you want to buy this house? I'm going to hold out a little bit. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna talk with my wife. I know you're I'm looking at that beautiful Victorian down the street, but you're not going to be able to pick out the backsplash over there. <laughs> That's what this pitch sounds like to me. It's just not... It just reaffirms what we already felt. If they want anybody, they're going to have to way overspend, which I already thought. I, I feel like I already knew, but, like, that's your sales pitch? It's a new era? Gerard Mayo? That just means money. And so, fine. I, I already felt like the Patriots had to outspend people, but that is not a compelling pitch at all. No, it's like the craftsmanship. We think it's going to be great. We're inspired. Don't you want to come see it? I don't. I, I don't. Uh, not unless I'm getting a great deal. Uh, and, you know, for a player, I'd want to be overly compensated. And that's how the Patriots are going to get guys. Now, here's the problem. Here's the issue. Who are they going to get? Mike Evans. Jenna Lane reported today. Mike Evans and the, the Bucks are working on an extension. The Vikings came out today and said, Justin Jefferson, we're not trading him. The Raiders came out and said, Devontae Adams, he's going to be a Raider. 
Uh, T. Higgins has already been franchise tagged. The Jaguars have said they're paying Calvin Ridley. I think, just using my brain, the Colts aren't going to let Michael Pittman get away. That That's the one the whole time I felt was the least likely to hit free agency. But I, I haven't seen any info yet. Has he been tagged? Is there any reporting? So, like, Classic Jones, the one I thought wasn't going to get to market, is actually going to be the one that gets to market. But if all those guys are gone, trade targets, free agent targets, now who's left? Maybe Steph Diggs? And maybe Buffalo would trade him to you. Maybe not. I saw the Twitch chat make that point earlier. Why would Buffalo trade him to you? I don't know. They know he's bad now. I don't know. It's. I mean, <laughs> right. The Patriots and Bills have made trades before. The Patriots and Dolphins have made trades before. The Patriots made trades with the Jets. Now, not usually of a player of that magnitude, but look, you want to go in the wayback machine. The Patriots and Bills made a trade with Bledsoe, so that can happen. Give them the best offer. They'll make a trade with you. Or maybe he just gets bought out. You know, there's there's potential that he just gets outright released. It got bad with Steph Diggs last year. And I think we only know the surface of it. But I don't know that he's going to be available, and I don't know that the Bills would trade him here in fairness. It, you'd have to really trump somebody else's offer to make it worth their while. So who's really out there? Are we now talking about Hollywood Brown and some of the other names we got on the text line? Maybe Brandon Ayuk. Curtis Samuel. Who I don't think is going to be available. Curtis Samuel. Tyler Boyd. Do you want to bring back Kendrick Bourne? Like, all of a sudden, what I thought was going to be a more flush wide receiver class, there aren't as many names there. So now who are we overpaying? Who are we spending on? And that makes me a little afraid of the Gerard Mayo burn cash comment, which is maybe why Elliot Wolf was a little more guarded. He said, well, yeah, we're going to do what's right. Spending, saving, TBD. TBD, when we thought it was D. They added a TB in front of it. Look, what I'm worried about is that maybe they had every intention of burning cash, and now they're looking at it, and they think that they're going to be in a situation again with the names that you named, a lot of good players. These are very good players, but it's like what you've been caught in in the last five or so years where it's a bunch of threes. It's a bu- well, but it's a bunch of threes. You don't have a number one receiver. You probably don't have somebody who would be a number two receiver on most other rosters. You have a bunch of threes. Great. They're the Red Sox. And we're that's gonna, not We're going to go full throttle on Yamamoto. Oh, whoops. He's $300 million. We're actually not going to do that. And then months later, we're going to float that Unless we actually offered like, $300 million. Unless you go really wild with a trade or somebody. Look, somebody surprising may shake loose. That happens. It's just sure. I, I'm feeling a little bit more nervous about free agency knowing that we had predicted that T. Higgins was going to get tagged. Okay, we that, thought Michael Pittman Jr. is going to get tagged. That, like, and there's more money to spend. More teams have. You, it's not just you who has right. more money to spend. There's more money to spend, which means less of these guys may get to market. Well, how were you able to get guys here in the first place? It was, okay, well, I have the opportunity to play for Coach Belichick. I had the opportunity to play with Tom Brady. Well, that stuff is long gone now so and even still how many of those guys took less to do that but that and that's just it is unless you're going to blow a team away with a trade and you know just thinking about how i'm like oh how'd they get randy moss well they had to trade for him or you you managed to luck out and find a total diamond in the rough like a wes welker you're gonna have to repeat what you're doing uh what you did going into that 2021 season where you're overpaying for nelson Aguilar, kendrick bourne Hunter Henry, but I guess the question I'm starting to think about in real time is we're all seeing the landscape of the free agency market change, and I wonder if that would then alter the Patriots' plans, because if you think about what we were talking about before, if they don't love a quarterback, do they turn around and go, okay, plan B, we are going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., and all that money that we had earmarked for one of these top-line free agent wide receivers that's gone now, 
we're going to overspend and get it like a good bridge quarterback, like Who? maybe a Baker Mayfield or a Kirk Cousins. May, so Cousins, I think you possibly could I'm get. just wondering, is this Mayfield... enough for them to turn around and go, okay, maybe we should rethink our immediate future if we can't get one of these guys okay. and we can't find a trade partner to dance maybe. with? Maybe. Is that a good plan? No. I, I think, think so that's either. so short-sighted. Like, I, I'm I'm also, no offense, Ryan, I'm also concerned about the free agency market. No offense, we hate your plan. Looking it's like something plan. that I that I didn't project was going to be crap. looking as bare as it might be. But at the same time, you don't pass up. If you think that you have a franchise quarterback that's sitting there in the draft, you don't pass that up because all of a sudden the receiver landscape changed. Receivers change teams all the time. You know who doesn't? Quarterbacks. Yeah, so you know what Franchise I do? Franchise quarterbacks. You know what I do? I still take the quarterback at three. And by the way, they're scheduled to meet with Jaden Daniels tonight at the combine. I don't know if I said that yet on the air. We were talking about it off the air. He's going to meet with the Giants at six, the Vikings at 11. I don't know where the Saints draft. Probably teens-ish, uh, early teens. And the Patriots. That's who he's scheduled to meet with. He's going to meet with the Commanders tomorrow. Uh, so make of that what you will. That just means to me I'm locked in on a receiver at 34, or I'm trading into the 20s to go get somebody who may be dropping. Brian Thomas, LSU. I like Keon Coleman. Intern Jacob hates him. So, you know, uh, that's what I'm now doing. I If I can't get the free agent receiver and the trade options aren't there, I'm all in on a receiver late second, early first. And that's another moment of truth because we have looked at the Patriots as a franchise that really can't draft receivers. And how much of that is Bill? How much is that to Bill, like, big-footing his staff because he wanted Nikhil Harry oh, when yeah. there were I, other great receivers out I'm there? done with that. I'm done with the idea of, like, oh, God, can they draft a receiver? It's a whole different drafting regime. But it's so a prove-it moment. No, 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 it's a prove-it moment, but I, this is an area, you know me, I'm very hesitant to give the benefit of the doubt. This is one where I'll give him benefit of the doubt. 617-779-7937. It's Keith and Hart. They come your way at 6 tonight. First, we have Meg explaining with Megan Adelini. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. I was skimming Reddit like a creep earlier today, and I came across this prompt. People will put out a prompt, just a very vague one that everyone can weigh in on. Uh This one was about Golden Age and the idea of, you hear about Golden Age, the Golden Age of Hollywood, even the Golden Age of like prestige television when The Sopranos was on, and then you get Breaking Bad, you get all these great shows. I think we all understand what I'm talking about, right? Sure, yeah. And so what are we in the golden age of that we don't recognize enough? Let's take a moment to appreciate what we're in the golden age of. And on the flip side, after that, we'll get to what are we in the worst of the worst of the worst the of the dark, dark ages, ages of. Okay. Which I know you're dying to get to because you're the Lord of Darkness. Yeah, that's more my thing. Yeah. So here's a couple that this Reddit thread, where, I mean, first of all, it was like internet porn. And it's like, okay, I don't <laughs> need to like go down that. Yeah, but, uh, but, but honestly, tre- tremendous suggestion. Yeah. Okay, How about just good. like porn? Yeah. I yeah, don't want to go down that road. Yeah, the, gold, the golden age of porn. Okay, it's good. It's all internet porn. Okay. <laughs> So, well, I don't know. He was at the airport earlier this week. We'll have to find out if he brought home any souvenirs. So here's (laughs) some of the other uh, submissions. Okay. Home televisions. I thought this was a great one. Home TVs have never been better quality for less money. 
Okay, get a big pr- flat screen. Go price get that, like, on President's Day weekend. Price I'll get on board with, but, like, I don't know. Our, our oh, t- I'm sorry. TVs were nicer 20 years ago? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, no, they weren't nicer, but, like, were they, are they better than they were, like, five years ago? Get, I have no idea. you get more quality for less money than ever before. They're Here's, cheaper. Okay, sure. we're not going to go through this with every single one. Let's go through a couple, okay, and well, then we'll many, get well, to some Well, how many are there? This is all news to me. Okay, I, didn't, I, I didn't know there were, like, 20 of these. Megsplain. Yeah. Podcast. Christ. Oh, we're definitely not in the eight. We're not in the golden age of podcast. You think they're going to get better? No, no. You think we've already passed it? Yes. I don't okay. know if there ever really was one. To I be think, totally yeah. honest with you. <laughs> I'm with right. Golden age of podcast. I think we've uh, reached the saturation point. But yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, craft beer. Uh. Are we like departing it? I feel like we're also now we're into like hard seltzer and all these other. Yeah, options. right. I think Ciders we're more. I think we're more in a. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree more with that. Teas. We're more. We're more in a seltzer. Who knows what the kids age. are drinking? Yeah, well, they're not. They're drink, I know what they're drinking. They're drinking non-alcoholic. Oh, really? That's like a hot. That's yes. Generation beneath us. That's like a hot in the streets thing. Non-alcoholic. What like O'Doul's? Dry January. Dry. dry fe- let me extend my okay, dry January into dry February. That's a different thing than being like I just don't drink. Yeah, but I'm drinking non-alcoholic beers. Is what I'm telling. Okay. You. That's a thing. That that, that that maybe that is a golden age for so, you know. So the last Gen one on Z. here. Horror movies. Who wrote that? You wrote that. No, no, no. That's a, a couple people submitted that and were like, they've never been better. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I think The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, like that was probably two of the greatest horror movies of all time. And you, that was quite a while ago. You can get on board with Winnie the Pooh, the homicidal maniac. <laughs> it was the one that came out recently that the nobody Mickey, will the watch. The Mickey Mouse one. Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought you were talking about another one like <laughs> the, uh, Winnie the Pooh one. Thanksgiving? I want to watch Thanksgiving and with nobody like, will watch it with me. With like the slasher pilgrim? Yes. I actually have seen... And it's supposed to take place in Massachusetts. Well, yeah, I would imagine. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I can't con- cannot confirm. Where do you think it was? In the in the uh, Appalachian well, they, Mountains they pro- with, the, with the whole uh, Drake May family? Jones, they probably filmed it in Georgia or something because <laughs> the taxes are cheaper. Sure. Don't come at me with film tax credits, please. <laughs> we are not okay. in the golden age of taxes. Here's a couple that I want to add personally. Oh, okay. One is Seltzer Waters. We have seltzer never, water. yeah, we've never had so many seltzer waters to prove to choose from with such great qualities. I'm a big seltzer girl, like Polar, Poland Spring, all you get, Mountain yeah, Dew. Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew should do a seltzer water. If Mountain Dew did a caffeinated seltzer water, I would be on that, like flies this, on, you know what? This might be a dumb question. Is is there caffeinated seltzer water? Yeah. There yeah, is. there is. That like Celsius is kind of like that, but it then is. it veers into energy drink territory. Gets really okay. easy. Um, okay, here's a couple others really quick. Cookies, uh-huh. cookies have never been better. I heard Andy Hart talking about this on Friday. Like the big cookies that are cookies have never been better. He was cookies trying to tear down big cookies. Okay, <laughs> succulents. People have never had what so many succulents Dump in their that. whole life. <laughs> succulents are the little plants. They're they're uh, like cacti. Succulents, and then here's the last one: edibles. Okay, fine. Maybe that one's right because when were they legal before? I want to go back to succulents. There, there's never, there's never been better. Dry succulents plants. have never had such a moment. <laughs> succulents are everywhere. You go into some basic bitch's apartment; it's full of succulents, and she's probably eating edibles and drinking seltzer waters. So Maybe it's, like it's the golden age of basic in, bitches. So, like when we go back and we look at the year 2024, we're in the golden age of seltzer water, yes. succulents, and edibles. Yes. I hydration? Hope I hope that's not where we're at. That's where the we're at. The golden age of do, hydration. Do you have any that you want to add in? I was going to say reality TV. 
I think we're in oh, a golden. No. I think we're in a golden no age of reality TV. Way. Yes way. No way. Yes that way. was definitely like eight years ago. When? What show? When you were still allowed to drink on reality TV. You can drink on reality TV. Only Big on Brother. Bravo. Even, I used yeah, to watch Big Brother. Only on Bravo. I know, but has Bravo elevated it? Maybe. I think we're no. in a golden age of reality TV. I think you're wrong. I think we've really passed it. And now everybody's like way too self-aware with Do it. Do you ever get told you look like a celebrity? I think I'm giving, I'm by the way giving uh, uh, Deal or No Deal Island a shot. That's okay. I, I'm, I was, I'm giving that one a I shot. When I heard about that abstractly, I was like, that's so stupid. And then I saw a trailer for it and I was like, mm, <laughs> I'm kind of in. Tra- I'm, Traders I'm is great. All the Bravo shows are great. No, Golden Age of Reality TV. You can okay. hate on it if you want, but it's a Golden Age of Reality TV. Do you have any TV. others that no. you want to add before I, I go into I Dark I didn't realize ages. I needed 10 of them. I just okay. came up with one. Here are my Dark Ages. We are definitely in the Dark Age of comedy. Nothing's allowed to be funny anymore. Everything is canceled. It's I the see. only place where I accept cancel culture in existence yeah, so because everybody woke, just gets woke, mad. We're in a dark age of wokeness is what you're saying. <laughs> that's that's um, your actual answer because comedy. There's, there's people out there that are funny. We're in a dark age of wokeness. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I think that's your answer. Rock music. Uh, that one, definitely. It's tough. It's yeah. tough out there. Like, I had to I, I outsource mean, my rock music. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. What do you mean outsource? Yeah, I only I I go to other countries where, oh. where there are still prominent musicians. I thought They're not you meant, getting it here. I thought you meant the AI Lincoln Park oh uh, version of whatever that uh, whatever the song is that you were Somebody playing. Somebody I used to know. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that is that's like outsourcing the your rock. Music. Darkest of dark ages. That scares the hell. Okay, out I've of got me. I've got three more here. Three more customer service. Oh, you we, think we're in a dark age? We of customer are in service. a bad place with customer service just because there isn't any. It's just tough. But what's it's tough about it? The people, the people are bad, or or there's a lack of it. Between the robotic answering machines and the surveys that never get back to you, and trying to reach a real human being, and then sometimes reaching a human being and not being able to work through it, and trying to keep your head about you, I just don't think it's ever been worse. Okay. Um, the next, and this goes into the next one: complimentary table food. We are truly in the dark ages. There is a Mexican restaurant, which I will not name. I don't get bread anymore? That, uh, yeah. Have you been to a nice restaurant in the city? They don't give you bread. No. They don't give you crackers. No bread basket. I do get get bread. Jones. There's a nice restaurant in Charlestown I get bread at. I guarantee you I do, yes. There was a Mexican restaurant that I adored in Boston. Uh And it changed ownership. And they stopped the complimentary chips and salsa. Oh, so now you got to pay three bucks for chips and salsa? That Wait, you, you'll, is skip, you'll skip on that? religious. Why? You cannot, no free chips and salsa at a Mexican restaurant? Like, that's terrible. You want a handout? Yes. You want a chip and salsa handout? Yes. I think bread, bread, bread uh, should be free. Uh, you know, if you want to give me like some bread at the beginning, fine. That should be free. Give me a dinner roll. Fine. Chips and salsa? I don't mind if next, they charge me for next that. Next up, they're not going to give you any water. You you're going to have to yeah, bring next, in next up, your you want golden free age guac? of seltzer water. Next, you want free tacos. No, no, no. Yes. I, I always expect to pay for guac. Especially okay, but Especially when they why? bring it over in a little cart next to the table and mix it up in front of you. <laughs> I like that. That's romantic. Um, final one. It's romantic. Okay. Sitcoms. Dark ages of sitcoms. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if we're in a dark age, but well, it's, it's definitely not the golden age. There, I'll give you there that. was absolutely a golden age of, of sitcoms. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I just don't think that you're ever going to like sorry Wick Grossbeck and Tom Warner. I don't <laughs> I don't think your John Cryer little set in Boston thing is gonna take off the way that you hope it does. What anytime a sitcom is like remotely good, it becomes the biggest cultural phenomenon. Define a sitcom. Okay, so I'm thinking of the show that I'm not allowed to say because it's Thank you. Blank Creek. Oh, God. People yeah, were yeah. obsessed with that show, and it's like, this is just a pretty good sitcom. I liked it. My whole family liked it, but it's just like a pretty good sitcom, but it shows you how is thirsty people are for that. 
Um, I, don't know what to, is, I don't know what to define yeah. it, but if we're talking, it's just like yeah. a funny show. See, and that's I how we're defining a sitcom. Te- it's it's going to be a network television no, it or to be a real sitcom. See, I, no, I don't doesn't. think it does. I'm, I'm with Mego on this. That's not no. personally how you I would define it. You want it to be it. accessible to everybody. The yeah, lowest common denominator so that probably doesn't have a Netflix. streaming service like you. No, I totally disagree with that. I mean, it's got to be pretty much situational comedy. Pretty much everyone has Netflix. Pretty much everyone has Amazon Prime at this point, don't they? Not everybody, uh, but, but pretty, I would say pretty, most people have Netflix. A, major, a majority of people. How about that? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure there was a time where people didn't have cable television and people didn't have television, if you really want to rewind it that far. But, like, it's not my it's not my responsibility for what people can watch and what they can't watch. I would define a sitcom personally. Maybe it's not the right definition, but I would just say it's a funny show. Well, as the great Rob Bradford would say, it's your prerogative to be wrong. So what are we in the dark ages of? What are we in the dark ages of, Ryan? Man. See, you guys can't come up with one thing. This is me. No, because I don't have like weirdly yeah, high expectations. Yeah, you're so glass for, like, half empty. How my gets yeah, I mean, like, if you me. really want me to answer, what are we in the dark ages of? I don't know this planet. Like, I don't know, like Whoa, Boston, like Boston hey, sports. Like, what? Like, what are we really in the dark there. ages of? Like, on. like, there's we're a million. Keeping it light. There's real. There's we're real like big things we're in the dark ages <laughs> of. But you know, I don't know. I, I guess talking I didn't about guac and chips. I didn't think enough about the food. Talking about climate. The complimentary handout food they give me before my meal. I didn't think about that. So I do have a golden age. I just I don't know how to really put it into words but the idea that there can be like some kind of like funny but innocuous story and you find out like every single aspect of that person's life like i think of the the airplane woman it was like those mother efforts are not real and yeah, it yeah. was this whole thing about we couldn't find her and then we found out everything there is to find out i don't know if it's Did like pseudo investigative journalism like the really fringy stuff i think like that's something that was not prevalent 20 years ago because people are, are so open uh with all these facts of their life hmm. Now uh, the Twitch chat is saying, I always want free stuff. Yeah, I would, I would agree with of that. Of course I do. Who I would, doesn't want I would, free stuff? I, I'm sorry, you don't want free stuff? I feel like half the reason you were going on and on about seltzer is you were looking for free seltzer. I'm, I'm open to a succulents. <laughs> I'm open to a sponsorship. My mom hates succulents. She thinks they're gross looking. I don't know what they are, really. They're Good those no little idea. desert plants. It's nice that you don't have to water. Is that something that would get smashed on your front stoop if you left it out there for your oh, neighbors? Probably. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like, now, that's in like a clay now pot. Now I know that's what succulents getting, are. That's getting smashed for sure. Uh, there you go. It's Meg explaining each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mego with Garvin today. No Arcan. Uh, we have Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight. That's next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now more of Jones and Mego on W-E-E-I. We've seen this movie before. The Celtics are not judged on regular season. Jason Tatum is not judged on regular season. We haven't even seen Chris... Uh, uh, Christoph Przingis in a playoff meaningful game. I don't know what he's going to do in the series, but I do know what the Denver Nuggets are going to do. I do know what Jokic and Jamal Murray is going to do. I also know what Kawhi Leonard Jordan is capable of doing with the Los Angeles Clippers. Well, last time he who, did by that. The way, just about a, but, but just, and by the way, just about a month ago, went down to Boston and stomped them out.
Went down to Boston and stomped them out. He stomped them out. The Clippers stomped them out. I just like hearing Perk say stomped them out over and over and over again. Not a big believer. Went down to Boston and stomped them out. 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 Went down to Boston and stomped them out. Who says? Who says we're in a dark age of rock music? Listen to that. It's a remix by Ryan Garvin on the fly. Uh... Andy Hart. See had, your AI do that. Yeah, seriously. Andy Hart uh, popped his head, and he felt so strongly about what we're in a golden age of. Okay. That he just gave his answer off the air as he was walking down the hall. Ooh, what is it? Dipping sauces slash condiments. Yes. It's a great answer. That's Sriracha. That's not what he told me. <laughs> what, what did he say? Andy, what are we in the golden age of? Biggest busts. That's right. <laughs> Aioli. Well, there's no doubt we're in, a, we're in an age of that for sure. Ooh, and the good ketchup is back at Fenway. See, there's plenty to celebrate. Uh, look, I was not one of these people up in arms last year about the ketchup at Fenway. Like, honestly, I I had eaten it plenty why, of times. Why is that? I didn't even I didn't even realize it was the the w- weird ketchup. But it's a nice sign that the Red Sox are at least willing to listen to their customers on the ketchup. I I, I wasn't on the the same side as the uh, you know torches and and pitchfork yes, fans. Many cranky eight and nine year olds right can't over have their ketchup. Hot dogs. Uh, well, I reject that. Uh, an adult can have ketchup on a hot dog. Don't be an Arcand over there. No. So, you know, Arcand feels very strongly about that. Did yeah, you know that? we've had this conversation. Okay. So, I, I'm happy the Red Sox are at least showing they're they're willing to listen to to people. The 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 outraged. I, I'd start with spending on players, but ketchup is something. It's a nice little trade off. Dipping uh, sauce is a good one. Shout out Andy Hart. Yeah, it's a great one. Like you said, aioli. You know, never mind, uh, you want to get your various hot sauces and things like that? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, we have to be in a golden age of just hot sauce specifically. I think we're in a golden age of fries. There's there's television shows for the hot sauce. French fries. Or, you know, uh, internet only shows. Yeah, exactly. Cheese fries. Dipping sauces for your fries. It's a good time for fries. Yeah. No, it's a good, fries are making a comeback. (laughs) Fries, you know, they were frowned upon for a while, but now... It's eat, their time. Eat them, get on Ozempic, it all balances out. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's uh, Andy Hart's uh, jumping in on this. Uh, the Celtics are finally back in action, right? They haven't been playing enough. They're finally back in action here tonight. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on them. Maybe they're a part of our picks for tonight in Bet Roulette. All right. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f- around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-4-KIDS. That's cars with a K and the number four. Ryan, you hit last night. Yes, the Heat covered. The Heat won outright. Like on the money line, Ryan hit. Uh, Brooklyn. I, I, know, I know that team. Brooklyn won huge Big. over Memphis. So did we hit our parlay last night? We did not. We didn't. We did not. And I feel like every time Mego picks the Knicks, there's some shenanigans in the game to follow. And this time it was uh, the the Pistons crying that they didn't get a foul called, which there should have been. Right. So the Knicks won, but nowhere near. They did not cover the 11. Nowhere near covering. That uh, that is true. All right, Mego, roll away. Let's get back on the uh, the right foot here today. Mego rolls a. a It's a sideways. It's a leaning three. It's a a three. three. Thank you. 
We're going with three. A three official, that would be Steph Curry point total. The over-under, Mego, is 29.5 points for Steph Curry. They will be playing in Washington, the Wizards. Team. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with the who, over there. I wasn't sure who they were playing either. I was that's about to look one. up. I'm like, what's Steph Curry averaging over the last several games? And he's gone like 32, 15, 20. So it's a nice little... Uh, 29 sounds like a good average, but you're playing Washington, take the over. Yeah, I'm with Mego on that. Over on Steph Curry tonight, 29 and a half against Washington, unless they're just blowing him out by so much he doesn't get to hit his number. Right, he Hurt just many sits. Many of my parlays. It's the only concern. Uh, I rolled a six there, Ryan. A six would be Jason Tatum point total. The over-under as they host the Philadelphia 76ers tonight for Jason Tatum Jones is 25 and a half points. Oh, definitely over that. I was thinking like 27 in my oh. head. So give me over on 25 and a half against Philadelphia. Similar potential concern as Mego just detailed. Like maybe they're just blowing Philadelphia out by mm-hmm. too much. That'd be my only minor level of concern, but at the same time, he's hung 50 on this team before. I think he could score 25 and a half. Give me the over. Well, I have also run into a similar predicament predicament that you two have. I rolled a five, and that would be Shea Gilgis-Alexander point total. They are the national game right after the Celtics, and SGA is my favorite to win the MVP, and I think those numbers will only go up tonight because his point total is set at 31 and a half versus wow. the Houston Rockets. That is what we call an easy night for the pending MVP of the league, SGA. I will take the over 31 and a half points against Ime Udoka's Houston okay. Rockets. Overs all over the place. Mego is on the Steph Curry over 29 and a half. I got Tatum only 25 and a half for the over. Uh, Ryan taking SGA, Gildas Alexander. Sweat free. 31 and a half. He calls it sweat free. Do we know what those are combined? Probably not. Ryan normally can calculate those I'm out. Doing He's doing, 80 things back doing too many things. Uh, but figure that out on your own time. It's an overs uh, parlay here tonight during Bet Roulette. Uh, stay tuned. Rich Keefe and Andy Hart. I'm sure there's more condiment takes in your future, but they're taking all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. Reacting to all the latest from Elliot Wolf today at the Combine. Uh, you can hear them coming up at 6. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. I don't know this song. And the card inside would say thank you for being a friend. I didn't realize that. You're no, up. I just like having a prop. Got I'm it. waving a wiffle ball bat around. A this, what? This is a, this is a wiffle ball bat, right? A what? A wiffle ball bat. A wiffle ball bat. Thank you. Uh, third try was a charm there. A wiffle, a wiffle ball. A wiffle. A wiffle ball. It's not a wiffle ball. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.